Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. So, so hot. <laughs> but that's okay. What's up, everybody? Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for spending some time. Feels lonely in here on a Friday. Actually, funny, right on cue, my good buddy, Rajim Seabrook, who usually joins us on Fridays this time of year. He uh, is not here. He is in Columbus, Ohio. So rolling solo today. Feeling a little lonely, but that's okay. ton of stuff to get to today. Talked a lot of hoops, talked a lot of pop culture, talked a lot of other stuff uh, here today, or uh, this week, excuse me, particularly yesterday. So today, how about all football, all of it? That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk football pretty much for the duration of the show. We're going to talk Grizzlies, and then Bobcats, and then Bobcats, and then Grizzlies, and then Grizzlies, and then Bobcats. A ton of fun guests for you today. We'll start off with talking about some storylines out of Montana fall camp. Then we'll go on the other side of the Continental Divide. We'll hear from Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana reporter. Then we'll come back to Missoula and hear from Grizz offensive tackle Brandon Casey. He'll join us live uh, between 420 and 430, just depending on whenever the Grizz wrap up today. He'll join us on the phone. Second hour, we'll hear from Sean Rainey of SWX Montana Television talking Grizz. Then we'll hear from Nolan Askelson. Montana State junior linebacker talking Bobcats, and then we'll come back around to the Grizz side of things, and we'll hear from Austin Beeler. He is a senior to be at Helena Capital. They opened fall camp today. Austin, an offensive lineman who also happens to be committed 
to the Grizz football team. So um, fun week with the Beeler family. Greta Koss Beeler, who was an outstanding player for the Montana Lady Grizz, she joined us yesterday uh, on the show as part of our Around the Big Sky in women's hoops. And uh, now her son, Austin, a future Grizzly, he'll join us uh, about 5.30. So there you go. That is your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Speaking of around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, our Where Are They Now series, it's been a fun one. We have a fun trio coming up this upcoming week, Chris Redpath our co-host on this uh, Thursday segment. And uh, we're going to do a little uh, triple interview. Brooke Blythe and Jasmine Hamas, all three of them outstanding former Montana State Bobcats. They'll join us uh, for Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, Where Are They Now edition. And it's going to be brought to you by the Complete Fly Fisher, which is the oldest fly fishing lodge in the state of Montana. So look forward to that. Also have some other fun stuff coming down the pipe the next couple weeks. We'll see where this show lands us. We were putting together the schedule for the fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road quite a bit. And uh, so it should be a fun time. You know, the traveling radio show uh, continues. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. You can always stream the show, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You'll find the stream. Also, if you want to get a hold of the show, you always can, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Remember that number as well because it's a Friday, which means it's a Friday pie day. We got a free pizza for you from Front Street Pizza. Uh, we'll give that away about 515 it's a make a deal, though. I got a deal for you. All you have to do is tune in, tune, follow along, stay with us, call us, and then when you win it, you just got to go pick it up. That's it. Pretty easy. It's just like if you were to call in for a pickup order with Front Street Pizza, except for you're just going to call us, we're going to call them, and you're going to get it for free. So stay tuned for that. Uh, about an hour and 15 minutes away, we will uh, have you some free pizza. Rajim's not here to beg for it <laughs> either. So, uh, let's talk some Grizz football. By the way, it is a Friday. I already had my, uh, already had my Florence coffee for the day, but Florence coffee, they have a new app. It's pretty nifty. I, I get uh, so many of these cards, the Florence Coffee cards are very handy. You know, then you know exactly how you're budgeting, what you're spending your coffee money on, or rather you are able to budget your coffee money on these cards. Uh, but right now, it's hot outside, if you haven't noticed. And they have a bunch of stuff that's not just coffee. They have these awesome lotus drinks. So if you're in the mood, you're feeling feisty, go check those out. No matter where you're at in the state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. It's a Friday. You can stay up late. So uh, if you are so inclined to do so, uh, go right ahead. 
I would be remiss if I uh, forgot that we uh, have a couple other guests coming in today as well. Garrett Middleton, who joins us pretty much annually at this point, part of the Bitterroot Celtic Festival. He'll be at, here at 4.30. And then at uh, 4.45, Seth from the 4th D Sober Scramble will also be here. So uh, excited to have those guys swing by to a, a jam-packed set of guests here. So uh, here's what we're going to do then. Um we're actually going to start getting to these sound bits as soon as we can. But first, just a thought about uh, Grizz football. People keep asking me, how do the Grizz look? And people keep asking me how the Grizz and the Bobcats look. And uh, I've been to Grizz practice each day this week except yesterday. And here's my thought. I actually, you know, I've been doing this now. It's my 16th season covering the Big Sky Conference, which is crazy to think about. Started doing this thing back as a just a pup back when I was a teenager still uh, at various newspaper outlets, whether it was the Montana Cayman or the Missoulian at first. And so I've been to a lot of fall camps. I've analyzed a lot of teams. I've also been there when uh, programs are going through a rebuild. When uh, you have you know a massive turnover, a bunch of seniors gone, a new coaching staff, fundamentally different ways of practicing, fundamentally different ways of operating or running your schemes. The Grizz now in season four and year five under Bobby Houck, they look so similar. So obviously there's uh, position groups to watch. Always, there's always going to be. There's always roster overturn. There's always guys graduating. But so many, so often with teams that are, le- I guess my point is, teams that are less good are easier to analyze because you can say, oh man, there's a glaring weakness, or oh man, they got a lot better at that spot, or oh man, that guy got a lot better in the offseason. There's very few young players playing for the Grizzlies right now. So it's hard to tell. Any of the str- I, I shouldn't say that. A lot of guys are getting reps during practice, but there's very few guys that are sitting there on the two deep. So um, it's just kind of hard to get a grasp on. What uh, If they are better, I guess that's the number one question I'm getting is, are the Grizz going to do it this year? Are they going to make a run? Are they going to be a national championship contender? And the, the answer is, I don't know, because I don't know how close they are to North Dakota State. That's the original litmus test. And they also just look so similar than they did a year ago. Their defense is going to be really good. Even though they have new specialists, I think those guys are going to be really good. Their offense still looks like a total work in progress to me. I guess that's why it's hard to analyze this Grizz team. Are they better at some of the things they were already good at? Sure. I think that they probably are. But their weaknesses remain the same. I, I don't see any improvement on the offensive line. In fact, I think the offensive line is probably not as good as it was last year, at least at this exact moment. They don't have a Dylan Cook. They don't have a Conlon Beaver. Their tackles are are certainly still finding their way, which, by the way, Brandon Casey, one of those guys, will join us uh, here in a minute. So I guess it just remains to be seen. I also have big questions about the way that the Grizz practice. They practice unbelievably hard. They're so fun to watch practice. They fly around. They're disciplined. They're fast. I will say this might be the fastest Grizz team I've ever seen just across the board in terms of their their offensive and defensive personnel. But they 
the defense dominates the offense so much, and they also run such an unorthodox defensive scheme. I'm not sure if that gets the guys on offense that quality of reps. Obviously, going against a guy like Patrick O'Connell is going to get you better, whether you're Chris Walker or Brandon Casey or Colin Drees or whoever else is playing offensive tackle. Going against premier edge guys, premier players, is going to get you better, for sure. Going against a 3-3-5 stack where there's pressure on 75% of the downs, I don't know if that's applicable. I don't know sort of – it's not a conventional transition. It, it is going against the Grizz defense when you're the Grizz offense and it's ones versus ones. Personnel-wise, it's making you better. Schematically, honing your craft, learning your techniques, is that preparing you to go against Weber State and Sac State? I really have no idea. So – uh, an interesting talking point to be sure, and we will uh, come back to it. We're going to hear from a ton of different guests today. But right now, let's go to the other side. We'll go over to the Montana State side of things. Uh, Alex Eshelman doing a great job there uh, at SWX Montana Television. And rather than setting this up, we'll just roll it, and uh, then we'll follow up with it here in just a minute. I caught up with Alex earlier today. All football all the time. We're talking nothing but football around here today. I know we had a bunch of hoops, a bunch of laughs, a bunch of other stuff yesterday. I know there's a bunch of you that like that stuff. There's also a bunch of you that are saying, give me my fall camp update. So that's what we're doing right now. Go the other side of the Continental Divide, go over to Bozeman, Montana. Alex Eshelman, reporter for SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas Now. We will do this as often as possible between now and Montana State's opener on September 3rd. Alex, I know you're just getting uh, wrapped up with uh, camp practice today and uh, into week two now, I guess, since the Bobcats started last Thursday. So uh, anything this morning that, that stood out to you from Montana State? Yeah, well, first of all, Coulter, I loved the intro there. I love the energy. That is what we're wanting to see here. It's football season. It's happening. And uh, that same energy is once again at week fall camp for the Montana State Bobcats. I mean, you can definitely see it's Friday. Um, the guys, I think, I would imagine you're feeling a little worn out there, but from what it looks like to me, they start bringing the same energy that they brought at the end of last week. Um, and in terms of anything stuck out to me, I we spoke with Nolan Askelson today awesome dude and just had a lot of great things to say and is looking great too one of those guys that wasn't able to play um last year but is back and is looking healthy and just kind of stepping into one of those leadership roles well very cool uh, if you're following along you've been listening to all show we heard from Roland askelson earlier today as well so thanks to montana state sports mm-hmm. info for getting uh, all that set, stuff yeah. set up. And we'll, we'll come back to him in just a minute, Alex. But one position group I want to ask you about, and I know you mm-hmm. interviewed a couple of guys from them uh, from that position group a couple days ago, but it's the wide receivers. And I think that Montana State, you know, you lose Lance McCutcheon to the NFL, play with the Los Angeles Rams. They've had such great players at wide receiver between 2019 with Travis Johnson and Kevin Cassis, and then McCutcheon last year. I know Willie Patterson's back. Coy Steele's making his way back. But they had sort of a, a trade deadline deals type of deal where they had multiple receivers leave the program after spring. Right. They brought in a whole bunch of new receivers uh, before this fall camp, including graduate transfer Cleavon Thomas from Kentucky. And, uh, I mean, they got a kid, Barkey Johnson, who transferred from Sac State. That's an interesting deal, transferring in the conference. 
um, and a whole bunch of other guys, too. Malik Mullins, a junior college transfer. So uh, what's the general dynamic of the receivers been like? What do you think of those guys so far? Well, first of all, I'm happy you brought up Marquis Johnson because he was extra work in today at the very end of one of the last guys out on the field. It was Ryland Schlepp, a kid from Bozeman, of course. And, uh, well, yeah, Bozeman High School, or Gallatin, excuse me. And Marquis was another one of those guys just getting in some reps and some extra reps, which I thought was really admirable. But this group brings energy to the offense, and you could feel it to Cleveland Thomas, like so mentioned. Great guy, and is that quickly maybe three best interviewees got a personality just like willie patterson brings to the table and uh those guys i could see kind of being a fun dynamic duo in the end zone there uh and, and being being up and being leaders for this team it, it is one of the question marks uh on the offense coach vegan pointed that out however it's a lot of guys with a lot of talent they're just trying to figure out who's going to go where and who's going to step up Probably aside from Willie Patterson, uh, Steele obviously is going to get back in here after he's finishing up recovering from an injury. But Ravi Alston, another guy, he, he is, in terms of size, big dude. Uh, one of the bigger guys in that group as well. So a lot of question marks, but a lot of excitement, a lot of potential. It's such an interesting dynamic to me, too, because on one hand, you always want guys when you're bringing them in as, as transfers to, to acclimate to the fabric mm-hmm. of the team and, uh, you know, be a part of the team dynamic. These guys, though, are also trying to come in and prove their way. They're going to be battling with each other for playing time, for balls coming their way. And so I just think it's an interesting uh, deal in terms of the personalities. I listened to the interview you guys did with Cleavon Thomas, though, and uh, what a fun kid. What, what a very interesting guy. And, you know, he seems like he's incredibly confident and just well-spoken, witty. He had a lot Completely. to say. Uh, so it seems like, and Brett Vegan talked about this too. He talked about how they wanted to to target guys that they knew wanted to come in to compete, but also weren't going to be me guys that are just trying to steal the show. So, I mean, in your limited access to these guys, what have you seen in that element? That's a great question. And I think the 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 competition, not only within wide receiver group, in every group, it is high, and it's almost it feels almost a little higher than last year because there were such uh, key leaders on last year's team, and I don't want to keep you know honing in on last year, but that is uh, they're trying to figure that out that out um, on this year's group. We talked to Maskelson, uh, like I said earlier in our conversation, but I asked them, you know what is the identity of this team this year and how does it compare to last year's? And he said, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. We don't have a six, seven, three twenty guy like this kid on this group. We're trying to figure out who are our guys, who is going to, you know, kind of define the team. And, but with that said, you can feel the energy is there. The energy is there. The personality is just kind of honing in. And I think that's where that competition aspect comes in as well. She's Alex Eshman, SWX Montana Television, a reporter there in Bozeman, covering Montana State and a whole bunch of other stuff in southwestern Montana. She'll be joining us all the time here in the next couple weeks as the Bobcats uh, navigate their way through fall camp leading up to the 2022 season. Alex, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, Coulter. Always appreciate it.
There you go, little Alex Esselman, uh, Montana State football update for you. It's new on us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And we go all the way around the wild world of sports around here uh, as often as we possibly can. But I love when we get return guests, and we have one right now. We'll just jump right into it. Garrett Middleton, he joins us as he does pretty much annually. It's always right around this time of year in August, which usually means... The Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering is coming up. And, in fact, it is coming up. Not this weekend, but next weekend, August 20th and the 21st, down there at the Daily Mansion in Hamilton. What's up, Garrett? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. And yourself? Good, man. Thank you so much for being here. For those that have uh, familiarized themselves with this, you'll remember. And for those that don't, this is a fun deal. This is a cool uh, event, all sorts of fun uh, spectacles for people and a little bit of athletic competition as well. So just give people a, kind of a, a reminder. What's this event all about? Well, it's a two-day event at the Daily Mansion in Hamilton. There is lots of activities going around the whole place for the whole family to enjoy, uh, to either compete in or watch and just have a good time. Uh, there's clan tents that you can find your family heritage. There's dancing. There's piping. And my big favorite is the Highland Games where a bunch of people get together and, oh, throw a bunch of heavy things around all day. <laughs> and this is sort of the origin of, of uh, the field part of modern-day track and field, right? So uh, tell me about some of the events. You are a, a guy that's going to compete in this. You actually have a lot of experience in this, too. Are you still coaching it at Corvallis? Oh, yeah, still, nice. still coaching. Cool. Yep, yep. So Garrett's a track coach there at Corvallis High School. They have awesome track tradition there uh, at Corvallis. Uh, but this is sort of like the original versions of some of the, the throwing events, right? That's right. We have two stone throws in the Highland Games, which, you know, became the shot put in the Olympics now, um, plus a lot of other different events that they do. Uh, one of my favorites is the hammer throw, where they throw a uh, light and a heavy hammer, uh, a little bit different than the Olympic hammer, but still a lot of fun to throw and watch. What's the biggest difference uh, between the hammers? Uh, well... For the men's light hammer, it's 16 pounds, same as the Olympic. But however, in the Highland Games, you cannot move your you, uh, you cannot move your feet, and you have blades in your boots where you stick in the ground so you can't uh, move as you spin the hammer on your oh, head. Oh wow! So I mean, how does he like get ready for that physically? I mean, how, how do you get you prepared yourself to do that without like hurting yourself? Is there specific training? Well, just about any type of athletic training, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah well, you know, a lot a lot of weightlifting and yeah, yeah. Uh, dynamic work. I love it. Well, very cool. Garrett Milton in studio with us here uh, on Nuanas now. The Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering, August 20th and the 21st down there at the uh, the Daily Mansion. whole bunch of other stuff going on, too, right? Highland and Irish dance pipe bands, all sorts of mead tastings. Uh, there's all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, yes. There's uh, mead and scotch tastings wow. you can set up for or sign up for there. Um, lots of different vendors and booths that you can go around and see what they have to offer. Well, for as far as the, the food stuff, what's your go-to? Do you got a go-to food? Oh, it's got to be the uh, scotch eggs. Yeah, all right. Yeah, th- th- those are good. If you uh, come across those, you got to try one of those. Any pasties around? You know, probably. Maybe. But I'm just usually, you know, going yeah. with the uh, scotch eggs and maybe a uh, deep-fried Snickers bar. See, that's good. As much as I like the pasties, too, it might be pretty hot there on uh, August 20th. That might be a little bit too heavy of a of a meal but they'll have all sorts of other stuff too piping and drumming competitions bunch of stuff for kids too right yes uh for sure we put on a kids highland games on sunday nice cool five to eleven can come participate and we throw a whole bunch of five different implements just like the adults do but they are the size for the kids and there's also a junior competition for those 12 to 15 that can come compete well, very cool. If you want to go to this event, they're providing free parking and a free shuttle 
from Hamilton High School. There's also going to be parking at the Daily Mansion there where this event is being held. $10 per car, $5 for motorcycles. And uh, you, you do need general admission tickets to get into this thing. Yes, you do need an admission ticket. I do recommend parking at the high school and getting the shuttle over there. There's more uh, shuttles going uh, this year, so it shouldn't be much of a wait. And get over and get back whenever you want to. Well, very cool. This is a, a good event. If you want to find out more about it, bcgg.org. Kids 11 and under are also free uh, if you have an adult with you. If the adult pays the admission, 11 and under are free. You can purchase tickets at the main entrance ticket booth, or you can purchase online in advance at bcgg.org. What else has you excited about this? Anything else you're really looking forward to? You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back and competing again. Uh, I've been out for, for a couple sure. of years, you know, with a Yeah, because you, you were hurt last year, right? I, I was. I'm, it's had, coming uh, back to me now, yeah. Yeah, I had a, had a few injuries and uh, been getting over those, and now I can compete in the master's class since, you know, I'm a lot older than I was last year. And so, yeah, looking forward to getting back and uh, throwing some heavy stuff around. This is like when Tiger Woods gets to get on the senior tour, right? When he actually turns 50, he's just going to whip those senior guys so bad, right? You're, you're looking forward to this master's class. I, I I am, yes, yes. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, uh, this should be a fun event. You need something to do down uh, on Saturday or Sunday. Drive on down to Hamilton. Should be beautiful weather. 13th annual Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering there uh, at the Daily Mansion. Also, if you go down, you can check out the Daily Mansion itself, too. Yes, they do tours uh, throughout the days. And so, yeah, definitely go down there and check out that. That's uh, quite quite some history in the Bitterroot. There's a lot of history there. Uh, I, I also have heard that it's haunted by ghosts, but they're friendly ghosts. So you can, you can go check out <laughs> the history. Uh, they say when they move the paintings... Then uh, Marcus Daly or maybe whatever ghost is there, maybe his wife. She'll I, move, I, I believe it's his wife. His I'm, wife, right? I'm yeah, not yeah. Sure. <laughs> she'll move the paintings back where she wanted them. So you know, I don't know. Urban legends. What what is life without believing in something like that? Nuanas now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Again, one last time, the uh, 13th annual Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering down there in Hamilton, August 20th and 21st uh, at the Daily Mansion. Garrett Middleton joining us here uh, in studio. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, thank you. Glad to be back. Uh, More football talk coming at you, plus another event coming up as well. That'll take you into our number two. We'll talk more Grizz football, plus an appearance from a guy who could be, should be, likely going to be a first-year starter for the Montana Grizzlies, and I think one of the keys to their success, if he can come along, Brandon Casey, sophomore offensive tackle out of Sandpoint, Idaho, He'll join us live next. You're on Nuwana's Now. Keep it right here. It's 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is 
that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. I felt old earlier today because the game, who we're just listening to right there, that was like my favorite hip-hop artist when I was in college. And now the game, like 15 years later, he just dropped some diss track about Eminem. <laughs> and it was like this sort of sad news brief all about how, you know, this once great rapper's grasping for straws, trying to kill an all-time great rapper. So I decided to remember the game in his best form from back in 2005. That's probably my best form, too. Who are we kidding? Nuana's now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Friday Hope you had an outstanding week. Coming up a little bit later in the show, we got a Friday pie day. That means free pizza for you, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. All you got to do is call us. You win. You go down to Front Street Pizza. You pick up your pizza. You enjoy your Friday evening. Who doesn't like free pizza? That's coming up here in just a little while. We go now, though, to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line and welcome in. An offensive tackle for the University of Montana, a guy who actually, I just looked this up, joined us back on February 10th, 2020, who we haven't heard from now for a couple of years. He's Brandon Casey, a Sandpoint, Idaho product, who is now a front runner to be a starter on the offensive front for the Montana Grizzlies. Brandon, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So it's been a little while. Last time we talked to you, you were an incoming recruit and just how it always works in uh, in. Bobby Houck's program, freshmen don't get to talk to the media, so we've had to wait for a little while to talk to you. But just take us through this first week of fall camp. I know you guys have had the pads on the last couple days, and I know that's when uh, particularly the guys on the offensive and defensive lines get to show their stuff a little bit more. So uh, what's it been like for you? What's it been like these last couple days uh, grinding through fall camp? Yeah, the first week's been great. Um, Coming off last season, we had a great uh, winter into spring ball. And this summer was smooth, and uh, I think we're all excited to get back out here and hit each other again. Let's talk about this uh, the, the offseason leading up to this year because I know that that's always a huge time for physical gains, mental progression, all that stuff. And uh, so for you, what were some of your big priorities? man? What were you doing in the weight room? What, what was it like just in the training regimen and, and putting on weight and all that stuff for you and your teammates? Yeah, my biggest priority was just getting bigger and stronger. Um, uh, the, it all starts eating. Uh, i got to put more calories in my body than I'm burning. Uh, the O-line had a great offseason. We pushed each other extremely hard, and that, that honestly helped me, uh, helped me gain size more than anything, just getting pushed by my uh, teammates and pushing the young guys. That's an interesting fold as well. I was just down at practice earlier watching you guys go at it, and you guys' defensive front is, uh, is something to behold. There's so much depth. So many guys that can play at a really high level. So how much is that testing you guys? When it is a young offensive line that's going to have a whole bunch of new guys in the starting lineup, how much does it help you to go against a defensive front like that? Yeah, it's great. Um, Iron sharpens iron. We have one of the best defensive fronts in the big sky. Honestly, I think it's the best. They give us a different look every day, and they bring it every day. And that makes us better. So I couldn't ask for anything more. Is it is it uh, is it complicated, or I guess I, what's the challenge like? Because not only are they good players in their individual talent, you know, big strong guys, but also uh, the the defense you guys run is is so uh, unorthodox, so sort of unusual, so much pressure, so much different alignments and fronts and stuff like that. 
what is it like going against them? How do you sort of figure it out and, and try to get in a rhythm? And how much do, you know? How much does that help you get better? Yeah, well, it keeps you on your toes. That's for sure. It's a it's an unusual defense. They do a lot of moving, um, a lot of stunts, a lot of different things. They can throw anything throw anything at you. Um, so yeah, it keeps you on your toes. The biggest thing uh, is we just see a different look every day, and that's huge because there's no other team in the Big Sky or in the FCS that runs such a such a wide variety of different defensive looks. And um, it's great for the O line because we get to see something new every day, and we get to learn and keep competing with those guys. Brandon Casey joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. He's a Grizz offensive lineman. One of uh, several guys vying for a starting spot up there on the uh, offensive line for the Grizzly offense. Uh, Brandon, what was last year like for you? Because two veteran guys playing tackle there at Montana. Conlon Beaver on the left side, Dylan Cook on the right side. A couple all-big sky selections a year ago. Guys that played a lot of football at Montana. And I know you got thrust into a couple games out, you know, when various things would happen, Conlon had to come out, whatever. Uh, but what did you learn from those guys? What was it like working behind those guys? What sort of things did they teach you? Yeah, they were huge in my development. Um, they they were very patient with me. They taught me a whole lot. Uh, they taught me uh, everything I needed to know on the field, how to have that demeanor, and how to treat uh, others off the field. Um, I couldn't have asked for two better two better role models, I guess you could say. They really are great, great people, and uh, they're some of my best friends now. I couldn't have asked for... Any better mentors, I guess you could say. And today I saw a depth chart that uh, Dylan Cook is is working his way up. He is a number three now in Tampa Bay. So very cool training camp opened across the NFL uh, this week. And uh, T- Dylan Cook, a Butte native, working his way in with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, trying to make that roster, maybe get a practice squad spot. Uh, but w- when you see stuff like that, Brandon, I mean, what do you think? You must be pretty proud of your former teammate. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for Dylan. He deserves it. He's a hard worker. He's a, he's an extremely smart guy. Uh, he deserves he deserves it all. And I'm I hope he keeps climbing up that depth chart. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Brandon Casey joining us here uh, on uh, ESPN Radio, a offensive tackle for the Montana Grizzlies. What is the biggest challenge to learn how to play offensive tackle at the Division One level, Brandon? I mean, what, what are the things that that you need, think you need to to hone in and, and solidify to to be you know one of the one of the competitive guys in this league this year? Yeah, um, at first, when I first got here, it was all about size. Uh, I had to be bigger and I had to be faster. The game is a lot quicker from high school level. I mean, you learn that pretty fast when you get in here. But now I'd say I'm kind of shifting more into the mental side of the game. Um, I spend a lot of time a week in a week uh, in film study and learning all the different looks, all the different fronts, all the different fits that I could see. Um, the biggest uh, the biggest challenge that, I'm ha- that I have right now is just mentally <clears throat> Learning what I need to be do in certain fronts and uh, what I need, to, what I what I see, and how to react. And when it comes to, to forming a unit, I know that that's one thing Chad Germer talks about, the offensive line coach there at Montana, as well as offensive line coaches across college football. They talk about finding that chemistry as a unit. So where are you guys at with that, and and how do you go about doing that? How do you go about finding chemistry with the guys that are playing next to you? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's easy. We're a tight-knit group. We all enjoy each other. We all get along. Um, I think I think it's fun because we're all a little bit competitive. We all push each other, um, and we, we bonded really well. We've got some new guys in, and we, ha- we obviously had quite a few guys leave, and I think the mesh has been very smooth, and uh, we're, we're all having a great time competing out here. 
I want to ask you about a couple of the other, or I guess a couple of the other position groups on the offense, because I know you guys have a lot of depth. I know you're still sorting things out, who's going to go where. But just in terms of the, the operation of the offense, I, I know you got a, a new quarterback there in Lucas Johnson who's been taking a lot of the front team reps. So what have you thought of Lucas so far, and how is he fitting in, the, in with the team? Obviously, the leadership perspective from a quarterback is is key. So uh, how do you think Lucas Johnson's just fit in uh, – to, to the just, just the fabric of the offense so far. Yeah, I think Lucas has fit in great. He's obviously a veteran guy. He's been around college football for a while. He's uh, been to multiple different programs. Uh, he knows what he's doing, that's for sure. And he takes command of the huddle. Um, the O-line wants to play for him, and uh, I think he's a great fit for the University of Montana. And at running back, the, the depth seems to be fortified. He got a return of an All-American for Marcus Knight, who was not available last year. And a bunch of young guys that had to sort of fill in for Marcus Knight last year who are now a year older. So uh, what's your take this on the running back so far for the Grizz? Yeah, um, like you said, the running back room is deep, that's for sure. I haven't, I haven't actually seen Marcus play since I've been here. So I'm excited for sure to see, uh, see him play. I've heard a lot about it and how great he is. And just in practice, what I've seen, he's a special guy. Um, but with that being said, all of them are Osmo, X, um, uh, Isay, all of them down the line. Are all great athletes, and they run they run hard. We couldn't ask for anything more. Brandon Casey here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, offensive tackle for the Montana Grizzlies. Brandon, we'll get you out of here on this. I I saw today Riley Corker, voice of the Grizz, tweeted I think twenty one days or something like that until the the opener, maybe twenty two days until your opener against um, Northwestern State here in Missoula on September third. So. What are the goals? What are the goals between now and then? What do you think you guys need to do to get ready for that opener and ready to make a run this season? Yeah, the biggest thing is we got to come out here every day and get better. Um, we can't take steps backwards. I think it all starts right now. Um, we have to build a good foundation to carry us through the uh, season, not just the first week, but the entire season. And I think we're doing a great job. We've come out here and we've competed every day. And uh, we're studying really hard. So <clears throat> I think that uh, that first game is going to be a great one, and I can't wait for it. There you go. Brandon Casey, offensive lineman for the University of Montana. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us, man. I know it was a a busy week with practice and everything, but we appreciate you jumping on post-practice with us here on ESPN Radio. Thank you. I appreciate it. There you go. First post-practice interview of the fall. We're figuring things out. How about that? Usually if you got a problem, it's a logistical problem. We're great at solving that sort of stuff. Appreciate Brandon Casey. Thanks to Montana Sports Info for setting that up as well. Well, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Seth Martin. He is from the 4th D Club, and they are having a golf scramble, a shotgun start, and it's a sober scramble out there at King Ranch next weekend. Seth Martin from the 4th D Club will join us next here on ESPN Radio. Keep it dialed, 1029 FM, ESPN Missoula. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. is now on ESPN Radio.
When I'm trying to decide what shows I'm going to go to, and there's so much good music in Missoula, it's almost impossible to go to all of it. But I always think to myself, do I like the artist, first and foremost? Okay, yeah, I'm pretty broad musical taste, so that's usually a good one. Second, though, is does Missoula like the artist? A little atmosphere here for you on your Friday. They're here on Sunday. I was thinking about it the other day. I've been to a lot of concerts, and I, I always talk about the concerts on this show. But I've been to atmosphere more than anybody because atmosphere comes to Missoula more than anybody, I feel like. So very much looking forward to that show there out at the Kettle House Amphitheater. Uh, on Sunday, but I know Missoula loves that group, and they love Missoula too. So it's always fun when you got, you know, the harmony of uh, of the mutual love. Welcome back, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Our jam packed show here on a Friday rolls on. Coming up in hour number two, gonna hear from Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, talking some Grizz football practice. We'll also hear from Nolan Askelson. He's a junior inside linebacker for Montana State, a billing senior product who's going to have a, an elevated role uh, at Montana State with the departure of Troy Anderson playing there on the inside next to Callahan O'Reilly. We'll also hear from Austin Beeler. He's a future Montana Grizz, a Helena Capital senior-to-be offensive lineman who uh, verbally committed to the Grizzlies uh, earlier this month. Right now, though, we're joined in studio by Seth Martin. He is the board president of the 4th D Club, and they have a fun fundraiser scramble uh, shotgun start golf tournament out there at King Ranch Golf Club uh, in Frenchtown next weekend at Saturday, August 20th. Seth, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks. Uh, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about uh, this 4th D Club. I have not uh, heard about this at all, so this is uh, this is interesting. This is fun. This is relatively new. Uh, yeah, we've been around for a little bit, but uh, you know we do a lot with 12-step programs, so there's okay. a little bit of anonymity there. So. Sure. You know, we're not broadcasting our name to the world, but we've, uh, we're a nonprofit, so we kind of stay outside of the uh, 12 steps. But essentially, we are uh, Missoula's only place to come if you're seeking recovery and you don't have a place to live. Uh, or, um, you know, we do get some folks that are from the Pavarello coming in that are looking for recovery. We host a lot of different 12-step meetings, so Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, there's a lot of other acronyms, too. ACA, uh, we've had Sexaholics Anonymous there before, but essentially just providing affordable meeting rent to those groups. Um, so, But also, yeah, if you were seeking recovery and you didn't know where to go, you could come into the 4D Club and get information or hang out or have a cup of coffee. So, Well, very, very cool and a very worthwhile cause for sure. So this is uh, this golf tournament that you have. So coming weekend is a sober scramble. So tell people about sort of the details behind this. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're starting to think maybe we shouldn't have advertised it as a sober scramble because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, I'm i in recovery myself, and I don't think uh, when I first got sober that I ever could imagine playing golf without drinking, but uh, you can do it. And actually, surprisingly enough, your golf game is uh, a lot better. Way if better. You, uh, yeah, especially if you like me and have you know put a 12 pack in you by the time 18's <laughs> over. But uh, um, yeah, so you actually can drink if you want. But we're advertising it as a sober scramble, um, and it's uh, yeah your typical scramble out at King Ranch and uh, shotgun start at nine on Saturday and lots of raffle prizes and you know all your typical stuff that uh, uh, you'd find at you know a golf tournament. Seth Martin in studio. He is from the 4th D Club. They have this scramble going on uh, there next Saturday, August 20th. 
out there at the King Ranch Golf Course. And King Ranch, been around Missoula for a long time, but they expanded to 18 holes a couple of years ago, and it's a, it's a really nice track, really fun course. You see a lot of, uh, uh, how would you say, I was going to say poultry, but they're not dead yet. A lot of birds it's out a, there, a lot of ducks and geese and stuff like that. But it's a really cool course and a, a really good um, venue. So tell people, like, if they want to play this, if they want to get involved, how, how do they find out more about this? How do they get involved? Yeah, so um, you can register on our website, uh, which is the number four, thdmissoula.org. Um, and then there's a link on there where it'll take you to the registration page. Um, and then, you know, also on there, if uh, maybe you got something going on next Saturday, getting the kids ready for school uh, and whatnot, back to school shopping. If you're stuck at Target instead of playing golf like the rest of us, you could, uh, uh, there's other ways to get involved with the club as well on there. So, um, and obviously if you know somebody that, might have an addiction problem, which most of us do. You could, uh, it's a good good resource for that too. I want to understand a little bit more about uh, this Fourth D Club. So you guys are helping the the, the organizations find places to have their meetings. Is, is, do I got this correct? Yeah. So essentially, you know, twelve step groups like AA and sure, sure. Uh, a lot of them meet in church basements sure. and various other things. We're a location where you, you know, we're really the only location in Missoula that has all the different groups meeting. Hmm. Um, and those groups only are self-supporting, so they only survive off of contributions from their own members. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're rolling in the dough where they can, you know, afford, you know, pay for you know, the top floor of First Security Bank, right, sure, for right, their right. meetings. So, um, so we allow them to, especially if you're a new meeting and you're not bringing in a lot of money, that enables you to grow. Um, so that's the one part. Um, and then, like I said, the other part is there's really no place in Missoula that's open during the day that you could go and, you know, hang out with other sober people or sure. go to multiple meetings. Um, and as I said, a lot of people have burned up everything in their lives from their addiction so they have nowhere to go or maybe they don't have a home or a family or anything and so it provides a location for that too so yeah the proceeds of this golf tournament uh um go to support the fort d club so uh and it's a non-profit so tax deduct some tax deductible stuff there too so well, if you want to get involved in this, you want to support this awesome organization, you certainly can. $500 per team. They're going to have whole prizes, food and raffle prizes. And again, this is a sober scramble, but you don't necessarily have to be sober. If you want to have an act of solidarity, great. If you just want to help raise money for other people that really do have that quest uh, in their life's journey, you can certainly do that uh, as well. Seth Martin uh, from the 4th D Club joining us here uh, in studio, you can also register fourthdmissoula.org. So that's the number four thd missoula.org. Uh, Anything else to, to add? Any other details we need to tell the people? No, I think uh, I've I played golf my whole life. I think it's a pretty cool course. I like King Ranch. It's a little different than the courses around here. It is so true. Being in and amongst the uh, Clark Fork and the Willows and stuff down there. So I think that's kind of cool too. So. It's it's a good track. It's it's and it's also a, a worthy cause. I think it's a fascinating deal that you guys got going on here. Because like you said, you know, a lot of people battle with this stuff behind closed doors, or they don't have any closed doors to battle behind, right? And that's sort of what you guys do at the Fourth D Club. Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, keep on fighting the good fight, and uh, we appreciate you being here, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Nuanas, Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. 
We're a little bit ahead, but that's okay because we still have a ton of fun guests to get to. So we will break a little early. We'll be back before the top of hour number two, and then we'll have a bunch of fun guests coming at you, including Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, Nolan Askelson, a Montana State linebacker, and Austin Beeler, the latest verbal commitment to the Montana Grizzlies. Ton of football talk here from both sides of the Continental Divide. Hour 2, Nuana's Now coming at you. Keep it right here. It's Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.